0: Zwift is an indoor cycling platform where you can connect with a global community of cyclists at any time you can chat with people all over the world share in group rides get encouragement from total strangers right on who quickly become your new riding buddies and train harder and faster with competition on a global scale check out Zwift for yourself at Zwift.com today
1: Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, lining up today, and it's live on Facebook. as well. first time we're doing it live on Facebook, um, so bear with us. Um, I'm a bit like the, uh, what did you say, the student, the yeah, work, yeah, experience yeah. Work, experience <laughs> work experience guy, work experience <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm learning. Love so that very <laughs> confident. <laughs> that's staffed. me. That's me. Uh, so joining us, uh, we have a full house, and uh, most of them are back from Europe. Uh, starting with Sophie Smith. Hi, Sophie. Hello. How are back you? from Britain.
2: Back from Britain, back from the tour of Britain. Slightly yeah. colder than when I was there in August, but amazing racing. Slightly colder. Yeah, yeah. It didn't <laughs> rain, so I was happy about that. But um, really a, amazing racing and a real good indicator of who will be on for the men's road race world championships. Yeah, we'll talk on about September 30.
1: Uh, we'll talk about all this. Uh, joining us as well is uh, Dave and Mackenzie. are you back from Spain? I am. Off. Where's the tan. The <laughs> oh, the you yeah. yeah. yeah, like. yeah, sure. yeah. you on yeah. camera. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
3: Um way too much sangria, Yeah. Plenty of paella And tappers daily. Just daily. daily? I just, so it was great, but I'm now on the regime. And Sophie and I were just discussing. We're on the what is it, twenty one week?
2: Yeah. I challenge, you're on I'm just else. on
3: back on the bike and you know okay. the tummy's rubbing the top
1: tube, so I've got some work <laughs> to do. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and all the way from Ballarat? Hi, Opat.
0: Yeah, two weeks ago we had a great pod with Wes, and we've got plenty to catch up on again today. But uh, speaking of the cold weather, crisp minus four yesterday (coughs) kept me in bed. I was going to go for a ride, but uh, I've got this theory now. Anything minuses—that's not my area. Well,
3: that'd be that. Wouldn't that be from about June till September, living in (laughs) Ballarat? I felt like I was
2: minus four at nationals this
0: year. (laughs) I love how Maca loves to pull it out of Ballarat, but he's actually from Ballarat. That's just ridiculous. That's
3: why I can. allowed to and I'm allowed to get away with it no uh, no one, no Ballarat people can come bashing on my door with pitchforks
1: because I'm, a, I'm an original Ballarat <laughs> boy what you
2: live in the northern suburb in case you want to <laughs>
1: uh, okay let's start with uh, the Vuelta uh, Maca, you're freshly back from Spain you said let's not talk about the tapas straight away let's talk about the cycling amazing victory by Simon Yates it was monumental and it was history making
3: and it, yeah it was brilliant and you know I'm I wasn't allowed to be too biased in my role there because I was actually working for the host broadcaster. So, um,
1: no mention of uh, too much of a oziness. Too in much, view. no.
3: But we, you know, we you <laughs> know, Matt, Keenan Matt Keenan. was the <laughs> he was case, instigator. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, we we certainly,
3: <laughs> you know, found a way to drive it in there. But no, it was incredible, and the team were incredible. I think because, and I'll get you guys your mm. views on that. But they went there really with not a super climbing team. And there was a deep into the third week, you know, when there were 20 riders left, there were three Mitchell and Scott guys on the front. And they were the only team that had three or four guys there. So they were proving they were the strongest team and they were the smartest as well. So they did everything they needed to do to win. And, and they had to. They had to pull everything out to win it. So it was great. And
2: they gambled. Yeah. Which you haven't seen in a grand tour in... Age. And no disrespect to Cofferdes, but when I, there was a journalist, William Fothering, and it came over and said, Oh, did you hear what happened at the Vuelta? Cofferdes is leading. And I was on my laptop, I was like, What? Because <laughs> they gambled.
0: Yeah, um, they got,
3: yeah, they were willing to oh, let wow. it go, which.
2: Yeah. Well, it was not really it's, a gamble,
0: though, was it? Like, I mean, no, but they, they were
2: willing that, to let the jersey go and, yeah, and get yeah, it back, which, yeah. Is, yeah. which is which is that's rare right. now in grand yeah.
0: tours. But that's the new school tactics. You know, we spoke about it on the last pod, Christoph. We touched base with Wes and got his opinion too. It's mm-hmm. new school Absolutely. tactics. They're not there to be friends. You know, it's not schoolyard stuff. It's business as usual. They did what was required. I mean, Alejandro Valverde was pretty vocal. Movistar were very vocal about their you know, not respecting the jersey as. But as a they've fact. had
3: old. They've had old school tactics yeah, for years.
0: Know, but it works, star. And it works for them, but yeah. as they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> what have
2: they done? The second but, grand um, tour, they've screwed up. Yeah. But no, but yeah. as Tell as us what you really think. <laughs> yeah,
1: <yeah, yeah>. It's <laughs> not like you're <laughs> finned or anything. She's coming.
3: She's, She's come like, in, Guns blazing.
1: I was about to say,
0: but as Mobystar are finding, particularly the last two years, old school tactics no longer works. And they're they're really good at running a top five GC, uh, two in the top 10, three in the top 20. But if they want to reach their ultimate goals, they're going to have to change their tactics. Uh, And I think that shows that probably we're in a cleaner um, environment in professional cycling too, because no longer can you do that old school tactics and it pays off
1: well yeah also uh guys which are watching this on facebook feel free to uh, leave a comments or questions i can i can read them here so we can just uh, uh prompt uh our uh our guys here um the team itself you're talking about the test ta- that tactics and so on but they did some sort of similar role at the Giro, which didn't pay off uh, with Simon Yates, but this time it paid off. Do you think they've learned from their so-called mistake or heartache? I know uh, uh, it might not have been a heartache, but uh, do yeah. you think they learned from it at the Giro that make them even stronger this time around and actually win this World Yeah, Yeah, you can analyse it, you know, right to the
3: umpteenth millimetre. I think ultimately Simon just wasn't, was well, Simon wasn't it that yeah. won. Yeah, Simon. Simon you get it mixed up, I still get him confused. So they could just
2: be like, yeah, I'm Simon. Yeah. You'd never know. <laughs> you know you, do you realise it was actually Adam <laughs> that won the vault? Yeah. It wasn't
3: Simon. Simon said, I'm too <laughs> No, I think, yeah, they. short answer is obviously they learnt something from the Giro. I think the second answer is physically Simon just capitulated. I don't think mentally he did. Physically he capitulated at the Giro. Yeah. He recovered. He did ride slightly more conservative. I wouldn't say a oh, huge amount, a lot. But he did no. ride more conservatively. Oh, I'd
0: say a lot, and I mean, but Shane, he was
3: going. I mean, he still won three stages at the Giro. Yeah, he you did, know. and he
0: run, won them in the ways that he was uh, on the front foot at the Giro. But he selected days rather than back to back. I mean, yeah, at the that's where he went wrong at the Giro. He yeah. just was going. And we were talking about it here each week. We we're going, he was just shooting off fireworks like it was New Year's Day, you know, it was New Year's Eve. It's boom 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 every day and everyone in the world was going, "What?"
1: So do you think he was too aggressive at the Giro? Yeah. But I
0: mean, well, yeah, of course it was. We yeah.
1: only say that post-fact. That's we, right, that's we weren't right. saying no, that at the yeah. time because well, he was so dominant no, well,
0: I did Oh, I did on. say I it. want, I want to re- see that. If we remember, I said it that was he a Wednesday
1: afternoon <laughs> in a <about> bar somewhere <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah. in Ballarat. Yeah. Yeah. In Ballarat.
0: <laughs> I think the other thing that uh, <laughs> Mitchell and Scott did—they uh, obviously did a real hard heat training. And because that's what they did better than any other team. They came out of the first week of the Vuelta and they didn't look bad. A lot of the other teams, they were down to four guys at best. I mean, we saw Simon Clark take a victory in the first week, which was brilliant. But uh, we also saw King take two victories. I mean, was it, it was unlikely that he would take a victory before the Vuelta started. Who would have picked him for a stage win? But he took two and he handled the heat. Uh, Valverde took two in the hot conditions as well. But when they come out of the back end of that, there wasn't a lot of fight left in uh, much of the peloton, but certainly Mitchelton Scott timed it well. I listened to Shane Bannon's interview that you had earlier in the week, and he said there wasn't heartache. He wouldn't call it heartache. I would call it heartache. There was certainly heartache. But as you said, after the fact of winning the Vuelta... Certainly, heartache of the gym is yeah, oh, quickly because if
1: I can recap, uh, Shane said it's uh, we he will not call it a heartache because if it's part of the learning curve for them to be able to now say they want the Vuelta, they would take this so called heartache any day. Yeah, 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 that's right, that was, that was a heartache. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, well, that's right. I think I'll confess, I haven't listened yet to the interview,
3: but uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I have, yeah, I have. <laughs> I'll just make something up. No, but obviously, I did speak to Shane, <laughs> uh, I caught up with him one time at the Vuelta and obviously I know him, you know, from over the years, he's a smart guy. Mm, he's a smart absolutely. guy, Shane. He's been around the block so many times and, you know, it takes it takes the back end. It's like the back end support. It's like the tech support, you mm. know, in a company. Yeah. If you don't have the good back end support, um, you know, you can still fail even if you've got a team of champions. But can I just bring up one point? And I'm not sure if you guys – heard this you may not have it was post stage interview with simon yates and it was the penultimate stage so the last mountain stage and the mm. next day we're into madrid and for me this was super smart and i wish i'd had a worked it, had a known it when it happened but we didn't so he attacked remember he attacked on the penultimate climb yeah yep. jumped away went down the other side and then he caught um lopez and company whoever was with him And then they dropped him, uh, Mus, Enrique Mus. And then they dropped him up the final climb, but he lost 30 seconds. When they interviewed him afterwards, he said, Adam was getting tired. They said, you must have been feeling good, you attacked. And he said, oh, I was feeling okay. But he said, Adam was getting tired. And he said, I realised if I didn't drop my big rivals, I was going to have to ride on the valley on my own before the climb. So he said, I thought I might as well attack them now, descend like mad, catch the break. And if they drop me at the base, at least I'm not... I am not I'm oh, so, not a sitting no, duck. No man's yeah. Learn, yeah. So he just so I think he he's learned when you a go lot. back to the question about a the lot. Giro he rode really intuitively and rode really yeah, smart. Yeah, there's a
1: very good comment actually from Colin here that says uh one of the or was it at one of the difference at the Giro they had to build up a lot of time. To make sure that for the time trial yeah. they were they well, were was, safe, which yeah. wasn't the case so much here. Well, there was serious, a
0: serious fear of Tom Dumoulin coming over yep. the top, and in yeah. the end, I mean, that's Chris Froome thing, the, rode yeah. like a steam train before the time trial even came. Um, and uh, it's a great, it's a great comment, and it's right on point. But I
1: also so just right on to uh, Colleen. Is that Colleen? Colleen? Yeah. Let's get her in. are <laughs> <right>, you, <laughs>
3: that's,
1: that's pretty good.
0: <laughs> but I also think that with that. They also not only did they learn, but as you said, they took a team there. You looked at on the on paper, and you go, mm, "This isn't really a welter yep. team." But all those riders, if we go back to the heat, could handle heat. How I good mean? was Luka Mesec oh. in
3: the in the climbs? Yeah, like this is a guy who's won a sprint stage of the Giro. Like mm-hmm. he was awesome. And he also just
2: Adam Yates. I mean, I always think it's difficult to compare the Giro to any other Grand Tour. It's like in terms of the field that was there this year and the, and the race in general. But Adam Yates, I thought what they did with him and asking him to save himself yeah. until that third yeah. week, yeah. again, it was risky. It's, you know, he's sacrificing his brother, but it's still sacrificing. He'd be my favourite for Worlds going into this. But oh, Adam? Adam. We'll, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, but we'll come I to that later. Just <laughs> in general, like the team... I don't know, I think in their foundation years they were kind of like the Wild West group. They just went in and boom, 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 and whatever stuck. With Sheriff Steebo. Yeah, yeah, this time round. Kind of, pun intended. So they've been a lot more calculated. And the Yates brothers have also been brilliant like ever since i've known them since they're under 23 days yeah, they've been just they're superstars one-eyed, mm. this is where we're going
1: yeah so yeah drilling down actually with you maka the role of adam that uh, you just touched on mm. but uh seeing it from the inside did you see that adam was actually super strong uh in in helping uh his brother yeah and and who else heg as well did, oh, did, yeah. did so amazing Aiden work Halsen. in, in Halsen. Halsen, Halsen, yeah, Halsen yeah, wasn't. I don't think Hausen was at his best. He came good
3: a little bit in the third week. He did the I've seen France, though, better from well. him, Housen. He I think he's, with all respect to him, I think he's had a tough year. He's yeah. had a couple of crashes and he crashed in the Vuelta as well. So he's, but he, he, he did really good. Haig was good, but just on Adam... Nothing surprised me at all that he was sitting on the back for the first two weeks because he's come off the Tour de France, disappointing. Yep. Yet he's you're still fatigued and tired, and I and guess I don't
2: think he had the form to win the no, Tour de France either. It, no. That was obvious. They no, and
3: it, he never he never had form for the Vuelta. So yeah. it was a really smart move to just let him sit on the back for two weeks, lose time, save energy, and then he was he was crucial mm. in those last. It was only really probably three mountain days for Adam, maybe a bit more. But ultimately, it was three really crucial days. Well, well mm-hmm. Shane, that, uh, well, Shane Madden
0: said that that was the long-range plan. As soon as he did, as yep. as soon as he fell out of uh, any contention in the Tour de France, he actually said when the Tour de France finished, Adam went to him and said, I want to ride in support of Simon in the Vuelta. And then they created this plan already well and truly out. Yeah. So they prepared him in a manner where he would build form in the first two weeks and and then come into that last week. And as you said, he was impeccable. I mean, there's some things that you just don't see on camera that he did during the Vuelta for his brother, and, and you can't see it. And then he's produced that and effectively probably wins the Vuelta from the little things we don't see for Simon.
3: Well, well, you know, a couple of those things you don't see is the old switcheroo of the numbers <laughs> <don't>, in the <laughs> evening. You know, Simon was like, Gee, I'm feeling a bit tired, Adam. You go, today, flat,
0: flat, flat. <laughs> I've,
3: I've been sitting on the back for two no. weeks. All oh, good, bro? No, peel, peel they, should, they should will uh, the tattoo or something like number one, number two or DNA something. <laughs> 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 no, no, come on, Simon, if you're
1: listening. We we know well,
3: it was you. We know We're Adam had sure. slightly
2: darker stubble, but if they
1: shave, then then... <laughs> uh, I know basically. you said you could not fly too much, the, the, the flag too much uh, during the, the broadcast, uh, but you as an Aussie, I know you've been involved with Orica uh, from, from pretty much the beginning, 2011, you've been following them, I mean, an Aussie, both Aussie crew commentating on the first OZ team victory of a Grand Tour, personally, did you punch the, the fist in the air, uh. I mean, how was it for you? Yeah, no. I'll be really honest. Of course, it's awesome. Normally, you're not.
3: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) correct. No, normally, normally I'd talk rubbish, um, tell porky pies, and yeah. Um, No, no, it was awesome. It was, it was really good. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I I think it was probably if I go another step back. And Pat, you're the same, and safe. You've been in the sport a long time, both of you. I guess the the satisfaction. For me, it's for someone like Shane Bannon, yep. um, the s- staff that I know work on the team, and Jerry Ryan, yep. and I saw Jerry and Val, his wife, on the Sunday morning. We're all we we're, were on the train that flew into Madrid for the final stage. So I was really just happy for them, you know. And for Jerry, it's let's be honest, it's philanthropic. And yeah. passion first and foremost. <laughs> yes, he wants some return, but he just loves cycling and he loves the people he works with. So I was really happy for them.
1: But the reason why I'm asking is because uh, we keep referring to this Shane Bannon uh, interview, but you should check it out on our on our uh, web on uh, Cycling Central, uh, so sbs.com to slash cycling central. Uh, just because he's, he he was quite tamed in his uh, in his you know he was not exuberant. He Always is. He always is. He's, he's like yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, at some point they must have popped up the popped up the champagne. Like, yeah, did, oh, did you 100%. see this, or did they oh. just went, I think
3: they would have popped yeah. out a lot oh, of champagne? I think
1: from like I'm they, sh- they play, they play like they're composed and whatever. But uh, at some point, they must have got yeah, we did, we've done this. I believe they had. Yeah, I believe in some
3: sort of shape or form, they had two plans in place with about a week to go. They had a plan in place for the massive party <laughs> <Yeah. in> celebration. <laughs> they sort of did, and they had the one for if. If they if they fail and they, they were sticking finished. to the one, if they no, I shouldn't say fail. Chris
2: versus Chef if they didn't Thanks. win,
3: you know, because they'd been there once before with the yeah. Giro, and I'm sh-
0: and I'm quite sure. Oh, and Esteban in the Vuelta and as you, well. You can't
3: blame them though for the Giro just gone four days out, thinking we've got this. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, dominant. Yeah, yeah. Four days to go, he yeah. was still dominating, yeah. and then the thir- three days to go, he lost um, thirty seconds. So
1: yet again, there wasn't Chris from. No, Which correct. basically was the big fear from the start at the Giro with the target for me, me,
3: me, me he, he didn't Shall win the tour, really. Let's record this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there wasn't a big drive. A driver behind like Chris from we, we had, you know, of course yeah, we had the Movistar and so on, but they knew that the Chris from wasn't sniffing on the
3: Yeah, it's true. If he was there or Dumoulin yeah. and you talk about the time trialing, you know, when you when you know you gotta get time up your sleeve. But, you know, it's the end of the season. It's a a long, tough year mentally, physically. It's the third grand tour. It doesn't matter who's there. Yeah, it's unfair to to give... um,
0: Because Simon Yates was by far the best... Well and truly, yeah. and um, and t- I tell you what, did I have my fears that he would fall to the wayside? Certainly, I never put him in my uh, fantasy team—that's for sure. Because the Giro, <laughs> the Giro was. And I'm the one that's The Giro, okay. the Giro, st- stung quite a bit. I just uh, really, I really scratched. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. I just scratched my head a little bit with what had happened in the Giro. But he was emphatic in, in Vuelta. And I think what you said, it sounds silly, but did he mature? Like It seemed like he matured three or four years as a professional writer in two months mm-hmm. because the way he executed in the Vuelta was so precise. But you talk about Shane Bannon. I think the reason he's so tempered when he's you know, discussing things is because he has a plan and he believes if it goes to plan,
1: it'll work. So the plan, let's talk about this. Uh, what's next for them? The Giro? Of course, uh, but what's in between? Uh, because, you know, they made that switch to become a, a Grand Tour winner team. They are a Grand Tour winner. Well, team. they could
0: well have the World Championship, Champions jersey next year as well. And I mean, it shows you in 35 days, Oroka, uh, should I say, Mitchelton Scott have gone from being the people, the team that lost a race that couldn't be lost barely in the Giro, to then winning a Vuelta and potentially having the World Champion. I mean, that is what the whole dream was for the the whole uh, team that Jerry Ryan created back, what, nearly 10 years? Um, and sure, I mean, Matt Heyman won Paris-Roubaix and it was an amazing thing as well. And that was a, a tick off the list item. But, wow, what would it be like if they had the World Champions jersey in their team as well next year? But I think the next
3: thing, whether this is their mindset or not, it's got to be the tour. Yeah. It has to be. The Giro, I think there's unfinished business for... Simon Yates at the Giro, definitely.
1: Wow. How big of a step is this? Like, I, I, don't think really it's, I, don't, I really don't think it's that, that much bigger know, step. But because Sky comes at their ultimate form, every single team seems to come at their ultimate form. They bring their A squad. Yep. Exactly. It's not the B squad or the C squad yep. that they, they're bringing somewhere else. It's the S squad at the ultimate so same for any other team. Yeah. Do you think Michelton Scott has got an A squad that can beat Sky on a regular basis at the Tour de France? Well, maybe not a regular,
3: but uh, as in year in year out. Well, let's let's just go back, sort of look at their the short history or, or, or pick out their Grand Tour history. Mm-hmm. They've podiumed at the Giro, the Vuelta. They've won the Vuelta as
0: well, fourth at the Tour de France, fourth at the
3: Tour de France, and um, with Adam. So they're there. They're at the door, knocking on the door, and they're knocking on the door a lot harder than any other team, in my opinion. Like Mm -hmm. Movistar, Valverde is done. You know, he's, yeah. he's Kintana he can't Kintana six yeah, months off, mark. he just
0: looks tired. Yeah. And now Vinokurov's going and said, We'll get Lander, I'm gonna take him back at any yeah. price.
3: So <laughs> so you've <laughs> got these other teams so I think they are the best place and on the time trialling side, the Yates boys. Good. Their time trialling yeah. isn't that bad at all. You know, they're actually pretty good. So I think it's one of them that can win. The two are mm-hmm. under Mitchell 100% and Scott.
2: Will be one of the eights. The
3: big question. Sorry, can I just yeah. finish? The big question
1: mark is, where's Chavez at, and where does what?
2: Chavez fit in I that? I just I've interrupted here. We got a
1: question from Sally Ranson. Can you see Esteban Chavez making it back to the top four, Sally? I didn't see the question, but. We uh, astral travels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
3: read your minds. It's all man, good. Man. I was on it. Sally, brilliant. Well done.
0: <laughs> and you know what? It's difficult to comment on Chavez, I think, because after you meet him and you see the type of person that he is, you don't want to say no. You want to say yes. It, you want to say yes and believe that it's possible. But I, I don't think he knows. I don't think they know. And we hear that in the Shane Bannon interview as well. It's, they don't really know where he's going to be back to. And if he does, maybe he can ride that assistive role that Adam did in this Vuelta for Simon and maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's Chavez for Adam. But I think if they're going to win the Tour de France, it has to be a bit of that new school tactics to do it.
2: That and they sent their... They sent their A team to the Giro this year. Mitchelton Scott sent their A team, and I'm um, in my mind the t- the team that went to the Tour de France was a B team. Was the B team? Was the B team? And you know, Matt White, if you listen to interviews, he sort of says hmm. you, he says, you know, we had guys that were exhausted from the Giro, so we couldn't bring them in here. He didn't. He's never going to go so far as to say we had a B team. I think if they looked at next season, depending on the course for the Tour, and said, correct, we're happy to let go of the Giro and the Vuelta, and we're going all in that's with the tour. The, that's what, that is the yeah. only way that's they're going to win the tour. Yeah, and that's a good point. They've
1: that's exactly got what got Shane a, said, though. Yeah. He said, he said mm. they, before making a decision, they need to know about the, the, parkour. the, the yeah. parkour of the tour. Yeah. Unless yeah. just guy with yeah.
2: a £30 million pound budget or whatever they're operating on at the moment.
1: Isn't it 50? I
2: saw,
3: I saw some... Social media 50 place. Million. Yeah. Surely we yeah, could all yeah. get a job there. <laughs> so, yeah. well, well, Come well, on. I mean, if you're given we'll
0: Bernell 6, mi- 6 million, you're given Chris 10 and you're given Geraint 8, I mean, that's already there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're getting close. Uh,
1: one last question about uh, the Vuelta. Uh, the Vuelta. Favorite tapas? People listen because there might be a question about this. Ooh, what was okay. your favorite tapas, favorite food? Oh, gee. Because I know you like your food. It's really <laughs> tough. Come on, mate. Come on. You like
3: you like your food more than I well, like my I, food. I'm, all actually, right? I'm actually wearing this. Right that was Christophe's <laughs> tour de France,
2: market to Marcus. I think Somewhere it's got to be. <laughs> I
3: mean, all right, your traditional tapas are your tortilla di patata or your little. Bread with, you know, something on top, a little um, sardine. But I think it's got to be grilled octopus.
1: Grilled octopus. And
3: I was just going, I was going bonkers on it. <laughs> I had octopus coming out my ears. It was that good. And, so and, uh, and I'll tell you what else went along nicely with it. You, you will not believe this. None of you will believe Spuck this. I in water. No. no. <laughs> I,
2: I a... Who are you? I was buying, I was buying a
3: glass of wine for 80 cents. 80 yeah, cents. I love that about Must be pretty good. good Must be We do not
1: uh, get <laughs> you know, any some <laughs> health the warning. Bottles of, the bottles the of Riaja were flowing <laughs> nicely at 80 cents a glass, let me tell you. <laughs> but we are live on TV, on uh, Facebook. We should put some way uh, yeah. warning on screen. <laughs> uh, <or something>. Disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, everyone, okay. uh, sparkling
2: water while also purchasing sparkling 80
1: cents a glass. So you've heard it, okay? Keep this in mind because that might come back a bit later on. In this uh, podcast, Sophie. Yes. We said tour of Britain. Yes. How was it? And a French winner, Philippe.
2: Yes, isn't he? He's amazing. He was just on form. And it was funny interviewing him and Primoz Rogelik. And they both said, oh, we didn't come here for the GC. Yeah, oh, we course. just came here to find <laughs> form. And they were both flying. Roglic, especially. I interviewed him at certain points during the tour. And he just, just no emotion. Gave you sort of really rudimentary PR type speed questions. Lotto and El Jumbo won that team time trial and he was just like beaming. It was quite really, strange. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And it was one of those races where all the riders like Alaphilippe, Roglic, were all talking about how hard it was. And I was sitting there going, you know, I knew Mac it was at the World Tour and I was like, it's eight stages. And I rode the course a couple of times and the roads, some of those stages, there was absolutely no respite. It was up, down, up, down. To the point I was driving the course one day and I asked if we could, Get off! I was <laughs> like, I've got motion sickness. <laughs> it was I'm not the only one a really yeah. Good, yeah. really, really big um yeah, a thank good, you, thank you, sir. good training grounds. <laughs> yeah, this for guy, then, I this think. guy
3: can't take a—he can't take a, a ten-minute Uber ride without getting queasy. <laughs> come on, really, come can't on. Can't have issue. let's not open the can of worms, shall we? Because there is yeah. a few other issues going yeah, on
2: here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was genuinely Sorry. difficult, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, but it was a great race, and I think you saw that in the overall standings
3: as well. And on that, then a question and a, a question and a statement, I guess. A la Philippe. He is firming for me as the big – for the rainbow.
2: And it was interesting in that speaking to Roglic, he, Alaphilippe's already got a mental advantage over him, which I found really interesting. I think when it came down to the GC with both of them, the night before, Roglic had said, oh, Philippe's beaten me in a couple of sprints already. And for me, in my experience as a journalist with athletes, as soon as someone gives that mental concession –
3: Done. Don't so Roglic is, he's not doing the time well, trial, don't, is he? No, he's not doing the time no. trial
2: because actually, and I didn't know this until I'd spoken to him, he crashed at the tour and landed on his elbow Yes, and got some road debris stuck in his elbow. Yeah. And so after the tour, he actually had to go get it operated on. So we, okay. And sh- I think it shows how calculated he's being about the world championships in that he immediately pulled out of the time trial went, I won't be able Was that to on that road yeah. bike. Yeah. Uh, on the time trial bike, sorry but very much focused on the road race. So he's and Slovenia I have. I think when I the last time I was on the podcast, we were saying he doesn't have any help. They've qualified a full quota, yeah. <laughs> which I, did, I didn't actually know. So be- I for, think that but, them.
0: Yeah, I know, Alaphilippe, I agree. He has to be as considered one of the favourites, but... Are they going to pity back him to the finish line? And I, that's where I think it's going to. Have you, yeah. You've got to get on Zwift, Macker, and you've got to ride in course because. We'll talk about it's the world, actually. real a deal. Yeah, let's not, let's not course. focus too much on. We'll
3: talk we'll about still the world in a minute. Just stick but with the program, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just keep your Zwift <laughs> you know right. Keep on.
2: You can on. I haven't told you what <laughs> <laughs> my favourite meal at tour of Britain was.
1: Exactly. <laughs> one. Which is going to be fun, actually. Fish and chips. Fish and chips, which you also get in Melbourne Central. From. And Well, the Sky, basically. From and garen Thomas, how did they fare at that tour? Because that was a big thing. How did they fare, first of all, with the crowds? garen Thomas back in, yep. in Islam with uh, the aura any, of winning. any Any booing yeah. on the tour? Or? No, none whatsoever. Surprisingly.
2: Um
1: How was
3: it?
2: You had to sort of stay away from the sky because every single day. And I saw this the last time I did the Tour of Britain was 2012 when Bradley Wiggins won. It was exactly the same. Um, it was very much a PR marketing exercise for Sky to a degree. Um, and Chris Froome, I have to say, was really relaxed. He was like this at the tour. You kind of see a bit more of his personality with, you know, Garrett being the winner. So they had the press conference and they both there basically said, you know, Chris had gone home and his wife had had their second child. So he's been being a dad. And Garrett Thomas, I said to him, like, what have you done between winning the tour, your first tour to France to now? And Froome jumped in and just said, oh, what hasn't he done? And I've never heard Freemi be that, like, <laughs> sharp Has before. he picked up
1: the mic yet? So he did, yeah, no mic
2: drop. They were both, um, as you can understand, I think, pretty exhausted. So mm-hmm. they did a, did a team roll. Um, maybe a couple of attacks for camera, if I can Yeah. Say who that. was their and guy for Sky? They had Walt Poles, who won a stage. Second he, on, and GC. second on GC. And second on GC. And Ian Stannard. So, so they went stage. all right. So, yeah, they <laughs> but, weren't, they yeah. weren't you know, okay. lounging around. Uh, but not the men for at the end of the season.
1: Okay. And uh, overall, what was your favourite food?
2: I had a lot of hotel food. So we didn't go out so much. It was just a lot of hotel food. So This is the non-glamour side of <laughs> professional side. cycling people. Well, it was a step up from the Tour de France, which was for me like service step station up. meals. <laughs> yeah, no, always
3: talk it down. Always talk it down. Otherwise, um, too many people want our jobs. That <laughs> that?
2: <laughs> just your typical British. I didn't have fish and chips, which I normally, like it's normally a staple for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There would have been a lamb or a curry in there somewhere. Okay. I'm wearing a loose a today sandwich. On <laughs> you, you, you're not selling
1: uh, Food of Britain very well. You know? No, it was great. It was great. Yeah.
2: Hotel, hotel fair. Yeah. Okay. Dined with some of the teams. So,
1: yeah. Okay, let's talk about the worlds. And before we talk about the worlds, I think it's important we just uh, come back, retro pedal uh, to uh, Michelin Scott. Uh, Neil Stevens, uh, what's the situation there? Because when I spoke to Shane Bannon, he was saying, Will I know something? Uh, a bit later on, they next already week. have. He's left the team. No, no, I bet no he's a no, replacement. A replacement. Oh, he's replaced. You know, sorry. but uh, where, where is he going? What, what's happening with him? Why is he leaving? And then who's going to replace him? Yeah, they, well, that's also a question from Thorsen
0: Well, as far as I know, it's been for quite a period of time that he was going to leave. It was well known. And it's Baran Marida, isn't it? That he's going to. And it's one of those it's Bahrain, Merida or UAE uh, it's UAE in it's, it is UAE yeah uh, that's what we're hearing anyway no, yeah, that's UAE.
3: UAE you know word around the campfire okay. is that uh, but yeah you're right he, it, there's been well he, he hasn't been on races for quite some time
1: mm,
3: so and he he was him and Shane Bannon have go back a long way as you know friends mm. and obviously he was part of the reason how he joined the team initially Um a little bit surprising. There's, there's obviously mm. something hasn't worked out. I, I can't tell you what it you is. So? Yeah, I know what it is, but I can't tell you. No, <laughs> I'm joking. But no, no, something. <laughs> something. I mean, let's not pretend, uh, skirt around it, the story. Something's happened. Well, it, there's gonna, been a disagreement.
0: I'm not going to say it's a Gerens-Matthews type scenario, but very similar maybe in the director's chairs. Um, Okay, but, yeah, that's and an that's, that's
3: you that's know what, I don't it. think there's anything bad about that. So is well, it, just it, it happens. Stars
2: of management, like Max Kiyandry, going to movie star. He's leaving BMC just because they've got a new sponsor. They'll have a bit of a Polish influence. They do things differently. He didn't like it. So yeah. it's, not,
1: it's not anything around switching to a Grand Tour type of. team. Yeah. No, no I think so. staying. No, not the, the opposite. I'd say the opposite. I think yeah. steve I would, would. That's what he'd love. Yeah,
3: but and and I guess if we can just bring it back in again, from what I understand, he he had a massive amount to do with Chavez coming on the team. Yep. And Chavez always loved having Steve-O at, at those Grand Tours that he was good at. steve has gone. Chavez's, Chavez, hmm. his form is we don't know where it is. He hasn't raced since June, July. Next year, he comes back. The Yates boys are flavour of the month at the team.
1: Yep, they are saying it does that well.
3: Where does that leave chavez in yep. his mindset you know forget about the physical side let's you know you're only human at the end of the day and he's just lost his his confidant in in although the chavez
1: got this history with the team that they they really backed him at, at his lowest yeah but how when much was, of that and, was
0: neil though and that's the, yeah, exactly that's the question and
1: the, so. and and it cha- and, and you know they're only going
3: to keep paying you half a million bucks or more mm. whatever it is for so long yeah if you don't deliver on results They're go, mate we love you we love you uh, Esteban.
1: However, you're not delivering. And, so, and what about his Calibouin. relationship with Caleb Ewan here? What's the relationship that Neil had with Caleb Ewan and Caleb not being selected at the end for the Tour de France? No. being parked? I, in don't, know. Any, no, I, I think don't think so. there's anything in there. I'm a there. journalist. I'm trying to deal yeah, with
3: yeah, you're, you're has
1: big wooden spoon. You know what you are. Oof. You're being a fish and chip paper journalist. <laughs> that sort of stuff, mate. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> applying for the Daily Mail. You know? <laughs> oh, whoops! No,
0: no, I'm,
3: I'm
1: not mentioning no, this. I was going to mention a couple uh, of others. Slightly of moving either. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, let's talk about the world.
3: <laughs> yeah, in a minute. <laughs> nice change of
1: subject there. Yeah, it's just
3: going to But now no, the Steve O
0: thing. No connection to their Caleb Ewan. Nah. Nah. The Caleb Ewan situation was Caleb wasn't getting the race starts he wanted. He's gone to a team where he'll get those race starts. Whether the victories come, we'll, we'll wait and see. But he that's not, the, that's not the point. The point is if he st- he couldn't stay where he was, he wasn't going to go there anyway, so he needed to move on. Okay. He made a decision to He's got to some go big to shoes to, to fill
3: op- at Lotto as well. Well, He's Greipel started to find his best
0: again.
2: <laughs> well, gripple, I think they were both to Tour of Britain and Greipel was, he was very much emotional. He was riding on emotion. I think he was aware that it's very much so the end of a chapter with Lotto. Caleb's incredibly focused already. End of the season, he's nailed been nailed. That. He's he's taking over Roger Klug. He can effectively make his own sprint train there, and they're going to give him what he wants. He's he's still not. There's no to guarantees about that, though. Tour. Is there? There's no love lost there. Uh, I, I, I there's a gap. Yeah.
3: No, I mean, there's no guarantees he's going to there's no win. No guarantee
2: he'll win. No. Yeah. But he'll have. A better opportunity.
1: opportunity. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Um, swiftly moving on. Um, I don't know, my question starts, can anyone beat Brit- Great Britain? Yes. At the Worlds, yeah. in the road race? Yeah. Who, who are they bringing? They're not bringing it's Thomas and Fulmer out. Okay. out.
2: It's a very, very young team. The Yates okay. boys. Um, hmm. A lot of Sky Neo pros, and the headline by the Yates boys who all you really need to do is get them to the base of that feature climb and okay. they'll do they'll do the rest. Um, it'd be interesting with them as well because they've got a new road director and Matthew Bramire, who was his was a uh, former Irish national champion. Okay. And a lot of the guys, I spoke to Alex Dowsett at the Tour of Britain, they're enjoying that sort of sort of reinvigorated approach that he's taking. Sounds very much like what Simon Jones is trying to do at Cycling Australia. Mm-hmm. They've got quite a younger team and I would say inexperienced compared to previous years. But you know, Theo Gegenhart, we've seen him ride with Egan Bernil all year. He's mm-hmm. he was he's yeah. a star. Um, so certainly competitive, but I think there's a lot more of like, it's a really, really, A, it's being said, it's like the hardest world championships in years, possibly ever. (laughs) Um, and B, I think Tom Dumoulin, he's, we'll come back to this, but, um, you've got a lot of contenders there with full teams.
3: You've got a world's, ironically, it's one of the toughest courses, but at the same time, it's one of the most open because suddenly all these climbers and quasi climbers suddenly are in the mix. You know, the last three, four, five years, you had 10 guys that could win. Now there's 20, And we know Sagan (laughs) cannot win.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I'm going to throw one in the mix. Moss gone. Yeah, Johnny Moss gone. Yeah, for Italia, and, I, I, uh, would and it be too what, hard for him though? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, he's good. Um, he's go good. and have a look uh, on a couple of the climbs, major climbs. No, that I've seen heard. him. I've he's seen been him. pumping the Strava segments left, right, and yeah. center. <laughs> he's fastest. He's beating times in training. He's, just got, keep, he's just got to keep. He's just got to keep racing. the old anger management. Oh yeah, they'll have
3: to. take <laughs> have to <laughs> the bokeh. Yeah,
2: apologise and then take it back. But on the
3: French for a second, la Philippe. So he's you know he's obviously a big favourite, but the team, yeah. Bardet. No, how, no how, Barguil, though. It's a team of champions.
1: Yeah, no Barguil.
3: No sur-
0: and No surprise.
3: Yeah, uh, no surpri- yeah absolutely. Bardet. Yes. Yeah, Bardet. Bardet's in. Pino. So you've got your Pino, who's flying.
2: Good so P- he's Philippe well. the man.
3: And, and are they all going to no problems work for Philippe? when you've got a guy like Bardet, you've got Pino, you've got There's a few G- others. Gignes as well. Yeah. Like, you've got a. Good team, but is it a team of champions and with not one leader? Or
2: I think they'd be stupid not to go for Alaphilippe, particularly because he's got the runs on the board as well. You and I yeah. will
3: agree on that, but will we'll Bardet and French, French we'll agree
2: we never on never that. Know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he knows, and he this knows. Guy knows. <laughs> Believe us. That's yep. why my second question was: Is to was Australia first? <laughs> I think it's the World Championships in general. Sometimes getting a national team to agree on one person isn't that, that yeah, getting the French to the agree, scenes, between... but.
1: It's I already think... hard enough, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I would say they would, they should definitely run with Ala Philippe. They've got Barde in it, and I don't know if how much. And Pino's much
0: of... going well out of Welter. He's kind yeah, of but I think fun. there's also
1: this sort of. Aura Bardet might actually have in the team. Uh, Cyril Guimard knows him very well. Uh, are they going to run with Barde just because he's, he's his got name this aura. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got this aura. You know, uh, that's interesting. Totally possible. I wouldn't. That would not surprise me. slightest. And that. I yeah. don't
2: know if Tom Dumoulin's actually confirmed for the road race yet. I'd I be amazed if he is because he's, he's runner-up at the Giro, runner-up at the Tour. He's doing the team time trial world championships. But if Garrett Thomas and Chris Froome are both pulling out, going way tied tired. I'm curious to see if he will for
0: the Netherlands. I don't know. Well, to change note a little bit, I don't think anyone can beat Amonique van Vluiten in the women's. Yeah. Well, the Dutch
3: the, in the women's team. she mm. will have to get up the road first though, because one I'm, girl I can. I'll
0: be beating each other. One, <laughs> one girl can, straight. and I'm going to be. Yeah,
3: man, yep. I'm going to be totally biased, but for good reason. I think Spratty yep. is flying, and, and she's uh, had she's I think fifth. She's ranked fifth in the yep. world. Van Vluiten is ranked one, one in the one, world, yep. but Spratty has had an amazing. Yeah, and and they both
0: said it's going to be very strange because they just finished their final UCI World Tour event of the year for the women's calendar. The next time they meet, they'll race against, against each, other, each other when all they've done all year is work because Gene Bates told them, pick some goals outside your comfort zone and both of them have achieved all of those things. So they go into the World Championships refreshed almost because they know that anything there is a bonus but also the pressure because they know that they have this a chance to take the rainbow? Mm. No, I was
3: going to say that on the Aussies, Ron Dennis will win the time trial. Yeah. He's absolutely flying. flying. I don't think think he got out of third gear in the (laughs) second time trial (laughs) at the Welter. I'm not joking. And we spoke to him uh, that night, I think, or the night before, and he he actually was going to go home earlier. He didn't want to stay. And so he stayed sort of quasi-reluctantly because he said, I was worried about getting sick and, you know, just you're, your body breaks down a bit, yeah. your immune system. So he did the second TT, and he just cruised. He absolutely cruised and won it by fifty something seconds. a minute, yeah. So he was a class above everyone else there. Now, not the best time trialists were there, of course, mm-hmm. but he's he's Still. flying, and he's that's his big focus. Richie, where
1: where do you where do you see him?
2: Bo Peep from him in Spain.
3: Yeah, are you aware of vuelta? Yep, yeah, I saw him. I saw him on one of the nights towards the end. I'll be honest, question mark.
0: I yeah. don't know. It could go either way. He could so go. Clap, he could go seven there, laps. He
3: could go seven laps, or he could be right there what at the about, very end.
0: What about Jack Haig Might even become. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
3: I mean, I, I think what would have what would have been great to see at the Vuelta instead of him going in that breakaway on that flat stage. because mm, we'll we scratch yeah, yeah, our heads wondering why. It would have been great to have seen him in the third week in the mountains. Going. We, for we it. were expecting this. You know, we yeah, talked we about all it, were. Saying, this is going to be the real. Uh, and it would have been great for him to get a stage win. Yeah, you know he's never won an individual Grand Tour stage, Richie. Okay, so it would have been great for him to do that. For his just every every. It doesn't matter how good you are or where you're standing. He's in the peloton. A win, yeah, and you need it. Everyone Momentum, needs a win. Confidence, yeah, yeah, morale. You know, yeah. so I think he's looking forward to the end of the year, and I'm just not sure where his heads at for the Worlds.
1: Okay, big question yeah. mark. Yeah, uh, we'll find out. Let's hope let's, up. hope. let's hope he comes up. Yeah. Flying. And we'll yeah. find out pretty soon it's coming up uh, next week. Uh, BMC last ever team time trial as well. Is this uh, the
2: last ever team time trial? Isn't I don't know. An UCI, in general. Yeah. Oh, the yes. time trial world yeah, championships. They pulled from I think the world champs yeah. as well.
1: Uh, so
3: can oh, they do this short-lived. one for the last? Oh, a short Did you not see me roll my eyes, please? This is our world governing body. They're just, well, so what? A they just, years, though, it's be not working. No, it's not working. And
2: then the come in and. I don't want to do that anymore, but I don't know if it's got to do with finances as well. No, some I know teams why. He's don't like I crap at team time trialing, or don't want to have to bring extra. Le Parcier, so.
3: he's flat out. He's flat out being mayor of some town up northern S'en-Z-France, France. Saintes. Saintes and <laughs> he's he's got too much on his plate and he's like come on we're going to need to take a day
1: off the worlds because i got All to be mayor down back. in Sarzón
2: mechanical doping I, yeah. must
1: say, I must say I've been back to Sarzón after the stage when I came back yep. uh, it's a pretty little town he oh, was nice oh, he's doing God. a good job at uh, Sarzón uh, you just cares. you just messaged the party you and said
3: mate we're about to go yeah, live on I, Facebook yeah we, chatt- yeah, we chatted
1: to him and just went, oh, yeah. is now. Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: obviously taking Christophe out to exactly no wine for you or yeah yeah
1: uh, favourite. I'm going to have to, uh, to ask you this. Favourite for this World Championship, Sophie?
2: I actually looked at the odds, which I don't normally do. Vincenzo Nibali is odds-on favourite, which I don't understand yeah, He's Yeah, why. he is a good... Uh, I'm going to stick... I said Adam Yates earlier. I'm going to yeah. stick with Adam Yates. Adam Yates.
1: Mm. Alaphilippe. Yeah. Moscow. I'm <laughs> going <laughs> Alaphilippe. Ooh. I'm going Alaphilippe. There you go. That was great to. Uh, Christoph, uh, decide
2: on something. Can we just like have a have a minute? And,
1: like, <laughs> I'm on camera. I'm on camera. Yeah. We're not finished yet. We're not finished yet. We've got First any other business to go, to go through. Uh, Heyman retiring. What a man! What a career he had.
3: Yeah, I mean, but he's retiring at TDU. Come on, mate. How right. do you go through to April? Right on <laughs> do one more pay rebate. Now I love well, we two and, be be and under. I work on two and under. But mm. come on, mate. Go two more months. No. It's it's brilliant. Shall we text him? <laughs> no, we
0: better not. He might get a bit angry.
3: No. He, absolute legend, champion.
0: Owes oh, nothing to no is... one for the sport, and he can go and enjoy his family. He's uh, looking forward to spending a lot more time with his kids and you know, all that. And um, what a role model for the future Australian cyclist to yeah. watch back and see so many. Great stories. I mean, we spoke about the things that Adam Yates did behind the scenes in the Vuelta. Well, Matt Heyman's been doing that his whole life in cycling. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's incredible. Let's actually,
3: hope he stays involved,
1: involved yeah, in the sport. Actually, a question for for you two. Uh, when you're a professional cyclist like this, when you know it's time, do you just know it's time? And then in your head, well, you're already... Like, it, what led him to get to this decision? You know, well, Is uh, it the no, body? Is he, it the mental? Is it the family? Hold off Is the it, press.
0: Hold off the press. Neil Stevens leaves and Matt Heyman exactly. joins as a DS.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Oh, right.
3: Okay, there you go. What are the odds of this? Yeah, <laughs> I like those. Yeah. Yeah. The, the boy, is, the boy is, in the Zwift cap is actually pretty he's smart. A, <laughs> he would
0: be an incredible director sportif. I mean, he's been the mobile inside Peloton director sportif of Mitchell and Scott for how long?
3: I was going to say, you can't. it doesn't always translate from no. a good cyclist to a director sportif, but in yeah. Matt Heyman's case... Absolutely, because he's a calm sort of, you know. And he knows he, he that never team gets carried away. inside and out And well. like you said, he's Man, been a, effectively
1: a DS on, on the wheels. bike. Let us know what you think, guys, uh, in the comments. Uh, Matthew Heman as a, as a DS uh, would be very interesting. We'll, uh, we'll read through this. Any other uh, comments, business, what's happening around uh, your world, guys? Uh, uh, gee. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: mechanics, Richard, uh, Richard, Richie Ports coach David Bailey. Left BMC, gone to Bahrain Merida, not Trek. So I think that I don't know if that's the end of his affiliation with Port. Okay. It's one to watch. It's not a headline. The
0: Aussie Continental uh, men's teams uh, have been doing really well. St. George Continental is first, second, third, and fourth in Tura Sayak in uh, Indonesia, I think that is. And Anthony Giacoppo, two stage wins, Tura China two. Sam Crome, a second in Tura China one. And. Um, Steel von Hoff has just broken oh, yeah, his yeah, collarbone again. No, hey. you? Yeah, yeah. what but are you no, doing? No, but he he's, as Steel does, he comes out says, "Well, you get him in threes, yeah. He's ready to come back. He's I think he delivered
1: from the hospital God. bed. Yeah, this no, guy is incredible. incredible.
3: <laughs> That's the whole story, though, yeah.
1: about Steel. is yeah. it's just come crazy. Commonwealth champion, yeah. boom, does this come back again? <laughs> come back Jeez. again.
0: Yeah, won a sta- uh, stage or That's... No, second in a stage in Tour of China, one, and then broke to Collarbone on the day that Jacopo takes his I'm second laughing. stage
3: <laughs> <laughs> victory. I'm only laughing because he says, oh, well, I've read yeah, the no, same post. Saying, oh, I well, couldn't believe it.
0: Cubs in threes. Yeah. Let's get on with the show. He's a legend. Hey, he's a legend. Is there and he's any, a one is of there a any other
3: sport tougher than cyclists? Uh, I no. don't think so. Not like that. No. Now, even
2: from, in the UK, we haven't touched on it, I don't know, Aqua Blue Sport and their JLT. immediate closure, that was a JLT. That was a so, huge talking point at the yeah. Tour of Britain. And it brought up.
3: Because that was meant to be their last race. That was meant to be their last race they
2: pulled out before. And it's just this ongoing tour. story, like Rick Delaney, who's the multimillionaire, that he did an interview in the UK and to be fair, it was just a rant. like oh, I listened to it. Was it was a bit of an Oleg Tinkov rant. But it kind of had a good point in, in terms of the stresses riders deal with as well. And cycling's got this real, these multimillionaires coming in and effectively cracking it, either because they're not getting their own way and they're used to getting their own way, I don't know, or that they're right and that there's this this old man, old guard that runs cycling, your Patrick Lefevre's, your Jim Okowitzes that just can't change. There's a bit of... It's getting really boring. There's teams <laughs> yeah, changing and, yeah. you know, like writing stories. I've written stories about cycling's business model changing, blah, blah, blah. But um, it was a huge talking point. Yeah, we in the
3: UK. we talked about it during the Vuelta, during the live, and I did my homework and listened to the interview mm. with Rick Delaney. And actually, incidentally, I was following Larry Walbass and Connor Dunn's uh, no-go tour, sure. yeah, <laughs> which was brilliant, with uh, <laughs> riding around Europe. Um, for those of you who don't know, two riders who basically were out of a job, and so they did 1,000 kilometres in a week mm-hmm. a- around yep. uh, Europe with Penny. Um... I, th- I agree with you. I think you could see the frustration... In mm-hmm. Rick Delaney's voice, and I think, according to him, and the, for the record, he's paying all of the riders until the end of their of December, contracts. I of December, yeah. And riders who are recontracted, he will either pay them or they'll find a job. And then obviously that uh, takes him out of that. So he, he'll meet his requirements. But it's a bit disappointing. I think I think he's he's got to take some blame, and I don't think he's taking some blame. I think no, he I- can put some onto the the sport in general. Uh, there are but a few I think he's got things there. Like he's got to wear some blind that hasn't yeah. haven't been signed. Yeah,
2: I think for like multi-million dollar businessman, you'd be across that. Yeah, yeah. or the he's thing with like... the three T bikes. And I do. I've spoken to riders who were very critical of those of those bikes, and that all comes into it, doesn't it? It's a oh, minefield, yeah. but still this issue oh, that's of involved, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way uh, Heyman as a DS sounds pretty good we have a lot of people saying yeah. right on thumbs yeah. up oh, uh, that sounds quite good yeah. so uh, if uh, Shane Bannon is listening let's uh, send an uh, email in let's, let's, let's sign a petition, petition. <laughs> you want to thank you that yeah. deal yeah, all seven <laughs> <and a half. laughs> thank you everyone for coming that was uh, that was fun I think we thank agreed. you it was fun uh, so that was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast remember you can uh, download uh, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our Website sbs.com.au slash cycling central until next one, which probably will be next week. It's bye for now.
0: Zwift is an indoor cycling platform where you can connect with a global community of cyclists at any time. You can chat with people all over the world, share in group rides, get encouragement from total strangers right on who quickly become your new riding buddies and train harder and faster with competition on a global scale. Check out Zwift for yourself at Zwift.com today.